subscribe button folks Hit the like button too by you anyway how we doing how we doing how we doing how we doing people godfather here live in new york city yeah baby baba doing something a little out of the schedule but hey yeah we are here it is saturday and we are live saturday night live i just decided to come do a quick Impromptu live stream. I uh, had a great, it was a great, great time when I did the women's focus group here. I'm telling you, man, uh, stuff is starting to make a real impact. So, shout out to the ladies that participated. Uh, been up here all week. Uh, well, since the middle of the week. Can you guys hear me? Let me make sure I can get the volume right before we get started. Let me make sure I can hear me. So, uh, we're going to just chill a little bit before I get back out and about. Women's focus group here. I'm telling you, man, uh, this stuff is going to make a real impact. So shout out to the ladies that participated. Uh, All right, let's turn the volume down a little bit on the microphone so it's not so hot. Now let's bring it down a little bit. Anywho, um... What I, what I wanted to really kind of focus on was, uh, I, many of you guys have probably already seen the um, post I put up with me, lead attorney, MTR, and Dennis Sperling. Yeah, that microphone is way hot. Yeah, that 
But anyway, I'll just make sure I talk at a reasonable temper, reasonable tone. Yeah, let's turn that down. So, um, it was cool, man. I'm not going to even much lie. It was, it was nice being able to uh, fellowship, get with other men, like-minded men, and just chop it up, you know. Uh, oftentimes, we, we get so busy in our own world, doing our own thing, and you, you, when you get a chance to network, when I tell you guys, the work happens, life happens out there. That's where life happens. Life happens in the world, not in your home, not in your office. Life is outside, and life is about people. Everything you have, everything you could want in this world is controlled by somebody else. And your ability to work with other people is going to determine a, a great deal of things in your life. And, and oftentimes, men just don't get that. Let's see. Put this here. Oftentimes, <laughs> do like Tony Stark. <laughs> Oftentimes, men just just really don't want to get that. We think that uh, I'll just work harder, or I'll work you know longer than somebody else. No. And that's not the and that's not what it is, man. What it is more than anything else is the ability to get along with other people. You know when we were. You know, and it's one thing to talk about these concepts, uh, but, you know, especially as men on a mission, we don't take time out to really enjoy life. You know, and I get loving what you do, being on your purpose and all that stuff, but, you know, you got to take time out, you know, because every day I just lost a family member. Um... And, it, and, and if anything, it's a reminder that, you know, the things we take for granted. Who's going to show up at your funeral? What what kind of investments are you putting into people? And this is why, you know, as much as people can say, they, what you know, you hate black women and this and that. I've told other people, when I'm in the world, when I'm out and about, you know what I get more than anything else? I get a lot of love. I get, you know, so we're out at dinner and women were coming in. Hey, Kevin. Hey, how you doing? Black women. Yes, black women saying, hey, how you doing? You know, we're we just walking down the, down the street and random guys are like, hey, man, I appreciate your work. Guys of all races. This is not about black as much as it is about us, about men and women. And the reality is, if you're over 30... You can't tell me that it feels natural to be alone and not have any real prospects of family. So why is this important? Why is this important? Especially for men. This year is about self-awareness, separation, and balance. And in balance, relationships. Human, in-person interaction is the essence of balance. If you spend most of your time communicating to people via text, you don't have balance. If, I, if you can't tell me the last time you just went, sat down and hung out with somebody and just had, you know, a, a quick meal 
and just talked about life. What is the balance? Work-life balance. Where is the life? What does your life look like today? So when I'm sitting here talking to the women in the focus group, and I'm going to tell you, I love New York City. Every time I come to New York City, I'm like, why don't I live here? And about a year or so ago, I was really kind of on the brink, talking about possibly moving back to New York City, but it was still doing the... <coughs> now, New York City's almost back to what it was, and don't be surprised if I end up in Manhattan, because I love this town. I mean, I dig Atlanta. Atlanta has access, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm a city kind of guy. Um, but back to the thing about balance. What does your life look like, man? What does your life look like? Because, you know, shout out to Dennis Spurling. You know, when, you know, I can tell when a brother, when a brother's with a, with a woman of value, she changes everything about, he, she changes a lot about this dude. And this is the, and this is the goal or hope I have for so many of us, man. You know, understand the relationship, understand modern times, but, and then what are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with all this information? Are you, are you working towards having a life worth living? Because it's one thing to be on your purpose and your ground and your hustle, making paper, stacking bread, da 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 Yeah, but are you, are, you, are, you, are you building a life worth living? You know, a lot of times when I talk to guys about image, and you know, one of the biggest things when guys push back on wearing suits and everything, let's be real, because you don't have a life broad enough to put on a suit. And that's something that you can change. Do you go to charity events, balls, galas, anything? Is that something that you feel is just stupid, bougie? Do you go out to charitable events, uh, country clubs, uh, networking events, whatever? Life is about balance. And if you work too much, you got to play. Being around your boys in your wolf pack. I believe much in the wolf pack, but you still got to have your your muse, your, your FBI, your Phoebe, your feminine, beautiful, inspirational women that are around you. And then you have to have, you t for some of us who talk so much about legacy, I want to have a, leave a legacy. I want to leave a legacy. Well, where is it? Legacy is in your relationship. Your money is not a legacy. It's a, it's a tool. It's a tool, but it's not a legacy. What people say about you when you're not in the room, what people say about you when you're not in the room says a lot. So when I reached out to the fellas, I've, I've worked with each one of these guys individually. Uh, uh, and I just said, hey, let's get together in New York. And for me, somebody who works as much as I do, I purposely made sure that most of the time we spent was in just fellowshipping. Fellowshipping and then getting around people to see what's possible. A lot of stuff is behind the scenes. You'll never see it. But the point of the matter is, no matter where you come from, single parent household, daddy could have you know, been in the military, your mama could have, whatever, wherever. We get to choose. 
we get to choose um, how we want to be in, in this world. And the most important thing is in this city right here where millionaires are made every day, some of the loneliest people are people with a lot of money and no relationships. But then also you have to people who have a lot of relationships and no and no influence. It's about balance. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Yeah, don't I'ma just say, man, I want y'all, y'all don't don't be going in and saying anybody's name or content creators. I'm not y'all know I don't do that beef shit. I don't do that beef stuff, and I don't do that insult stuff. So, you know, um, I'm going to answer some questions since I'm in here, since it's Arthur. Um, one of the things I asked the women tonight in the focal group was, again, um, if you had to work just as hard as you do, as hard or harder as a woman in a relationship as a single woman, would you want a man? And a lot of women had to sit back and say, you know what? I gotta. I, I, I've been told that a man is supposed to make my life easier, and that's not what it is. It is not our job, ladies. It's not a man's job to make your life easier. Relationships are are work, but you got to understand they are worthwhile. The relationships you have with your lady is worthwhile, and the relationship you have with your with your homeboy, with your guys, but. In all of your relationships, are you giving and are you getting? And here's one of the things I learned a long time ago. I give first. I give first. I give, give, give. Then if you want to, ask. But see, the thing is, if you're, if you're dealing with people who are giving and you're giving, no one feels taken advantage of. But if you're the kind of person who is reserved, cut off, hesitant, you know, I was telling um, uh, TLA, I was like, you look at what's going on out here. And it's not as though people are smarter than anybody. It's just in particular as black men, one of the things that gets us is our, is our ego. Um, our, we're, we're too rigid. And our risk tolerance. And it's all about changing comfort zones. As an image consultant, one of the things I do with anybody I talk to or interact with is I look at your image. So when people are like, yeah, that's what I do. I'm a pro at that. And I look at your image and I tell you what I see. And it's like going into a doctor's office. It's not personal, but one of the things is it, I see things in people that they don't see in themselves. And I have yet to have somebody not be uh, gobsmacked by the difference a nip or a tuck or this or, that's this or that can make. Why is this important? Because you're, you're, you do right now what's comfortable. You do what's comfortable and what's routine. But we talk about this all the time. Comfort kills. When was the last time you got out of your comfort zone? Who in your life forces you to gather your comfort zone? Who in your life can pull your coattails and say, you may be great at this, but you need to work over there? We all need that stuff. We all need that kind of stuff. So let's read some questions. Uh, 
He said, thank you, Mr. Samuels, for the content. Appreciate your work from the UK. Go ahead. Appreciate it. So do me a favor. If you got a question you want me to answer, drop it in um, drop it in the super chat. Hey, Theo, how are you doing? Uh, let's see. Uh, well, audio quality no good. Well, then go, go bye-bye. I, I, I get tired of some of y'all in here, you know. Damn, you see me in a hotel room. I'm in a hotel room. I'm not in freaking studio. <laughs> what the fuck do you expect on the road? A studio podcast? Goodness. <laughs> Man, I need to be doing this thing. So, um, speaking of which, on next week, so I'll leave out tomorrow. And then next week I'll be in Los Angeles. Um, I, when I'm in LA, I'm going to do a women's focus group in Beverly Hills. Here's the thing. If you want to be a part of the women's focus group, you need to send me a DM on Instagram. Only women. Guys, if you DM me on Instagram, I delete, I delete DMs from men. It's weird. It's weird, man. Appreciate it, but it's weird. If you want to, uh, Get my uh, re response, or you want to send me a video or something, much better to send me an email because the DMs, because you got to really remember a lot of y'all's DMs, man. Some of you dudes in y'all's pictures, you got the shirt all off, and I'm not, I'm not clicking on all that, man. And then if you're a man and you got a woman as an after or some strength, look, just don't do it. If, you want, if you're a man and want to get in contact with me, send me an email. Send me an email. But if you're a woman and you want to be part of the focus group, this is how it has to work. You must be unmarried, single, childless, 37 and under, professional, preferably a college degree, professional, fit, feminine, friendly. You don't have to be, uh, but I want to talk to the women who really are trying to... Um, don't understand why you're single. I don't want to talk to women who already agree with me uh, uh, about 90% of the things. Because the purpose of the focus group is not to just high-five each other for saying, this is a good idea. It's to answer questions. Yes, you must be childless. Why am I saying childless? Because, ladies, whether you like it or not, uh, the kind of men that many of you want do not want to raise another man's kid. So when I do a focus group, I'm doing a focus group with what I hope to be the most eligible type women. The women who have the best shot for actually completing this. Because a focus group requires me travel uh, and, and coordination and all this. So if you're interested, here's the procedure. You send me a, D, you send me a DM on Instagram your account must not be private. I'm going to go on your Instagram and I'm going to look at your Instagram. I need to see your pictures. I need to see you. I need to see what you look like. I'm going to verify. I'm going to vet. Then I need you to send me an email with your with your with your with your uh, with your demographics. Your age, height, weight, dress size. If you got all that, uh, ethnicity. Um, marital status, um, and you need to send a photo. 
do not send me an email with all the information with no photos in it. Because if I if I get because <laughs> what I do is I get emails, and I'm like people will write all this email. Like, hey, I'm interested to in be in your folks group and this and I'm, and, I'm, and first thing I look for is a picture. I'm like, why are you gonna write me a damn essay and not attach a picture? So that's what has to happen. <laughs> send your resume. Yes, yeah, send your resume. Here's a simple thing: send your resume with your headshots. Your resume with your headshots, and then. When I get them, I'm going to sort through them, have my assistant sort through some of them, get some callbacks, touch base, and then the women that get selected, you have to uh, travel to a, lo uh, a location to be announced in Beverly Hills, and we'll sit down. No, I'm not paying you to do the folk group. <laughs> Somebody asked me, I'm getting paid to do the folk group. No, normally you'd be paying me. Um, but yeah, so... The one here was dope. Who got timed out? <laughs> Microphone cutting in and out. Well, sorry, man. Sorry, folks. It's, you're going to have to deal with the microphone cutting in and out. We're on the road, man. On the road again. Everybody else seems to be all right. So, uh, let's see. Do -do 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 -do. So, that's what's going to have to happen. On the focus group, um, people have asked me about a men's focus group. Um, I don't know. We'll see what's coming up. But for the men, I spent years talking to men. And I feel like, men, if you really want to do something, more, more stuff is going to have to happen with men one-on-one. -on -one. If I do anything for a focus group for men, it's going to be for younger men. For men who are younger men who are still just trying to get their stuff together, who don't have, who really don't have the ability to pay for one-on-one -on -one stuff. But for men over uh, 27, you're going to pay your way. <laughs> uh, uh, sounds good now. Okay. Keep it on the table. That's cool. Yeah, it's probably because it's on my jacket moving around. So, um, so focus groups, New York City. Um, Beverly Hills, LA. I'm going to likely do one in Texas. It's either going to be probably will be in Houston. It'll probably be in Houston. Um, even though I like Austin better when I go, Houston is you know I've been Houston or Dallas, probably Houston. But if you're in Dallas and you get selected, you can welcome to drive down. Uh, I will tell you, it's for the women who attend them. Uh, it's it tends to be life altering because we sit down and have about a two hour discussion, and then usually about ninety minutes to a couple of hours afterwards, eat, you know, chop it up. Um, but yeah, um, bring your money. I'm not taking you out to dinner. I'm not taking you out to dinner. Uh, <laughs> somebody, somebody came out, and I guess they thought, you know, <laughs> I gotta say it. I gotta say it. So we're out, right? And this person had a lot of questions, and that's fine. And you know, I already did the broadcast the other day talking about ladies. 
Why do y'all got you get one drink on a date, okay? Two drinks. If you're out at something, why do you <laughs> why would you go someplace and order up the bar, order up the menu, order up the bar? I, <laughs> wow, yeah. Boy, Brandon, you know how silly she felt? I know she had to feel crazy. Her drink tab had to be every bit of 25. $100 easy for the drink tab. I'm like, okay. Putting it away, eating, appetizer, little salad, got a meal, some dessert, all them drinks. I'm like, <laughs> I already told the server, <laughs> separate checks. <laughs> So when it so when the check <laughs> you did to yourself. So when we sat down and you know I don't when we went out it was cool when we sat down right. I told the service separate checks, and um yeah. Her eye. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, <laughs> wild, Dia. That's crazy. <laughs> yes, he said, you got, hey, and here's the matter. And it's not the fact that I couldn't pay for it. It's the fact that, look, this is business. And I'll be honest, you know, a lot of people I sit down with are really interested in taking a lot of, one thing I got to say, you may disagree with me, but especially I need to say this amongst black people. Your competition, they, they pay for coaches. You know, um, I, a $25,000 five-day lock-in with Grant Cardone or um, or Bob Pena or this or that is, no, is, is standard fare. And one of the things we are going to have to get used to is paying for knowledge. Ladies, your competition pays to find a man they invest in their beauty they'll go get rhinoplasty this that plastic surgery they'll get a they'll they'll go get get an image consultant they'll get a stylist they'll go take uh cooking lessons they'll learn different languages learn how to, yes and i'm going to say the same thing you know in black people we ain't broke there's a video on YouTube right now talk about the the emerging black upper class and I reached out to everybody on that video. You want we talk about black 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 first thing you need to do is buy black if you want to in that regard. So these focus groups if you were to sit down with for 4 hours with me in person Trust me, it will cost more than a meal. I don't really do in-person meetings anymore because uh, it's usually with me, it's like an eight-hour. Anyway, I don't get into that. Eight-hour days alone. But the, the point of the matter is that thing was pretty presumptive. It was kind of foolish, too. But um, makes no good sense why you even think that makes any sense. And she was paid, too. She was very... Here's the thing, ladies. 
<clears throat> let me talk to the ladies. Because, gentlemen, let me talk to you first. Gentlemen, there, there is financially savvy. There is thrifty. There's frugal. And there's cheap. I, I don't like cheap people. I don't like cheap men. Shout out to Dennis Sperling. We were sitting around talking about cheap men are they're they're a pain in the ass to be around. Um, and especially when you're not, when you're cheap and you have it, that's a different. Cheap is a choice. Um, the same thing goes for women, ladies. Your lack of generosity, ladies, the modern woman's lack of generosity, generosity of spirit is what keeps you single. Because we know about men should be confident, intelligent, and assertive. That's level one. But then level two, competitive, uh, intriguing, and aggressive. But the ultimate level is to become the bag, bold, ambitious, and generous. And and a, and a generous man attracts things to him. But conversely, women who have an in who don't have a generosity of spirit, you are innately not feminine. Being entitled, thinking just because you're a woman, thinking because you're just a pretty woman, I cannot tell you how many pretty women I have cut ties with because they lack the generosity of spirit because I'm the first person that told them I don't I don't care how pretty you are people have paid you to be pretty I require more did you know what a thorough man does and I don't require you to spend ten thousand dollars but I require generosity of spirit one day we're going to talk about reasons why modern women can't sustain relationships. I'm going to tip my hand tonight right now. One of them is because you lack a generosity of spirit. Two is because you are so into your damn career, your work, your work, your work. It's either going to be work or man. But three, here's one that comes. You ready? Confessions of therapy. Check this one out. Gentlemen. Listen to what your godfather going to tell you right now, okay? Here's what I'm about to tell you. Ladies and gentlemen, let, let, me, let, let, me go ahead and, uh, let me go ahead and do this for you. In your interview process of a woman, you need to ask her about her former employers, boyfriends and relationships. Those are her former employers. And you need to ask her in detail how she left her former employers. Did she get fired or did she quit? Most women quit. Here's the rub. How she quits relationships tells you everything you need to know about the woman. And this is it where you give no no leeway. If she's the kind of woman that could be in a relationship for several months, a year, or whatever, and she just drops it and ghosts and goes cold turkey, 
you don't need to know that is innately not feminine. There is an epidemic in the last 10 years of women becoming, leaving relationships like, you know, nuclear rejection. It's almost like they go nuclear winter. I go into this on Monday. How many women have their boyfriend, husband, significant other goes to work, come home, and they're gone? How many women have sat down and said, don't even give you the, don't even have, have told men X, Y, and Z plans are being made, then she ghosts. If a woman ghosts anybody, dump her, leave her alone, get rid of her, because this is a woman who cannot handle conflict. A woman who cannot handle conflict cannot deal with cannot deal with real life. I'm going to make a lot of enemies on Monday night, especially of professional women. But how a woman a woman's level of tolerance for conflict will tell you if she has what it takes to be a woman for you for life. And I'm going to tell you, most women do not. It's not about being bored. It's about, oh, yeah, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Monday night, bro, ladies, think about what I'm saying. Black and white. I, it was that black and white. It is that black and white. I've talked to women who I thought I had the potential with, and I've been talking to them and asked about the last relationships. And you know me, yeah, we were together a year and a half. Then, you know... I don't want to tip the hand who I'm talking about. It's like, at the end of the day, you go from planning everything. Think about it. They were going back and forth, and all of a sudden, she just ghosted, dropped everything, just disconnected. No explanation, no nothing. Let me do this again. Let me do this again. There's a company called Enron, okay? Go look it up. There's a company called Enron, one of the most high-flying companies ever. Then on one day, Enron stock tanked. Everything went upside down. It shocked the world. The next day, people worldwide who went to work for Enron went to work in office, and the doors were locked. The doors are locked. Their checking account, their Enron account, accounts frozen. Boom. I need you to think about one minute you're going one direction, next minute the complete rug is pulled out from under you. That is one of that is the, one of the most cruel things you can do to somebody. Now understand, we're not talking about somebody who's just dating. We're not just talking about an interaction. We're talking about full-on relationships. And gentlemen, if you deal with a woman who's done this in the past, Peace. Peace her out. I know there are going to be ladies that are going to disagree. Well, what if, what if, what if there is only one possible, possible, possible 
reversal. And that's if she has had extensive therapy. And she leads with, I used to do this. I used to be conflict avoidant, whatever. And see, conflict avoidant women will often tell you, I'm just laid back, I'm just chill. You know, conflict avoidant people often will mask their inability to handle conflict as I'm just laid back, relaxed, and, and drama free. Run from motherfuckers who say they're drama free. Ladies and gentlemen, run from those people. They'll, they'll ghost you and make you at fault because you want to handle the conflict in a healthy way. It's not about conflict avoidance. It's about conflict management. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were in Houston, Cedric, bruh, can I tell you how many people I know who went to work? I knew somebody I worked with in telecom and they left telecom to go work at Enron. He went to work and I'm like, he called me freaking out. He's like, man, they, this happened on a, I think it happened, Enron happened on a Wednesday or Thursday. They're supposed to get paid on Friday. Can you imagine? You go to, you go to get, you've already done the work. You're supposed to get paid in your check. And this is back when people didn't, some people got direct deposits, some people got paper checks. Boy. Richard, they call you toxic. That's right, man. That's what's up. So, um. We're just doing this on Saturday. Uh, also, I'm going to make this announcement to Instagram. I, 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 you know, it doesn't it doesn't make me give me any particular pleasure in saying some of this stuff. But when I when I do my Instagram lives, I've already made the announcement that I don't don't go copy my Instagram lives and put them up. But now now I'm streaming my Instagram lives uh, to Patreon. Uh, and then to members only on YouTube. So what am I telling you? If you if you think you can go just take my Instagram live and screen record them and upload them to YouTube, you're running a risk of losing your channel. Um, I don't know why, especially over here on the black side of YouTube, people think that just because they can screen, they, just because you make a video, they can screen record it and do what they want to. It's really rampant over here. So I'm just being honest. I mean, why am I saying this? Because several people have lost their channels. I've, and I've sent the message, hey, man, stop recording my stuff, da 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 Then it hits, now when it's starting to hit the system and you're getting those strikes. If, if I have to go through the part of, if I've already announced it several times in a nice way. I've already asked. I shouldn't have to ask for you not to take my stuff. But if you decide to do it, no matter how I've asked, and then if all of a sudden you end up and it's gone, don't expect me to sit back and, oh, man, you know, I miss, mm -mm, mm -mm. no, don't do that. Now, understand, this is not somebody using my content in fair use. This is straight out screen recording, uploading to their channel, to, for the express intent for getting subscribers to make money or whatever. They're not doing it for no reason. 
And thing is, if you're going to make money off me, I need my cut. I need my cut or make your own content. This is why I don't really do reaction videos that much because I don't like I don't like the whole I don't like that whole thing. I mean, I think it's viable content strategy. And when I do do uh, reaction videos, uh, it's in a very limited, very limited. So in short, I'm trying my I'm trying to to get the word out and warn as many people as possible. But three people have have had their channels removed because you keep doing it. And I've reached out to people, sent them messages. The people who I could contact asked, "Hey, remove this video." When I when I when I send you an email and say remove the video or take please take my content down, and you hard it and pin it, basically you're telling me fuck you. So when you lose your channel, what you want me to do about it? <laughs> so. So anyway, but you know, that ain't people over here. Um, back to regularly scheduled broadcasts on Monday. Um, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, YouTube. Oh, shit. Monday, I'll be broadcast from Atlanta. Wednesday, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I'll be in L.A. If you want to be a part of the Women's Focus Group in, in Beverly Hills, remember, DM me as a woman. DM me. From your public account, so I can look through your pictures and everything, and it's not either or, it's and, and send me your resume along with photos. I want your, I want to see your face. I want to see full length. Yes, I want to verify that you are who you say you are. Women, 37, preferably 25 to 37. I think that's a good age range, preferably college graduates. But you must be professional. You must have a you must have a job, a, a profession. You must have something to lose. You must have something that the kind of men that you that you ladies want will want from a woman. And I'm only gonna the most I'm gonna take in any one focus group right now is probably gonna be seven people. Uh, Ten people, because seven with me becomes eight. Um, with ten or more, you have to get larger spaces. Uh, these focus groups are dope. I think they're pretty dope. Let's read some questions. They played themselves. I, man, I, I don't like having to do that, and I wish folks wouldn't. But when, but when somebody gives you the finger, when you ask them, and they basically say, like, all right, cool. Bikini shots. No, Miss Natural Michelle. Well, you can. Hey, Miss Natural Michelle, let's go. Yeah, send me a bikini shot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How about that? Send me, if if you're a dress size four, you won't need a bikini shot. If you're a dress size six, you won't need a bikini shot. If you're a dress size 18, I'm going to see that too. I should not have to tell you, ladies. I should not really have to say, if you watch my content, you should pretty much know what men are looking for. He needs to be able to carry you across the threshold. Me, I'm going to just be honest. I like women who are uh, fit on the petite side. So let's say 
dress size four, six. Petite's supposed to be two, four. I don't like dress size zeros. Dress size two, eh, four is a good size. Uh, but if she wears it right, you know, two to six, two to four is petite. Six to eight is average. But you can see some women who are dress size eight. But there's nowhere in life where a dress size 10 is petite. And if you got to do all the I'm thick, uh, it's all in the right places. I want women who, who ain't got BBLs. I prefer you not to be out. And I don't want you all tatted up. If you got to keep it out, if you got all that going on, not in the focus group. I can't sell that. I can't sell it. I can't sell that to the men. I can't sell. I'm going to be honest, ladies. The women I'm trying to talk to are women that could be on their man's arm at a gala, at the mayor's ball, at the Knicks game, uh, at the, at the, at the soccer game. So I hope if you are, I believe women who are serious about becoming somebody's uh, wife have heard the clarion's call. You've gotten rid of the eyelashes. Eyelashes today are automatic. No. Theo, Theo still in there. Blocavelli. Blocavelli, tell him, eyelashes are an automatic no. I see one more with these eyelashes, and I'm just like, you go straight to no category. Nope. Because I'm, I'm sitting there looking at the effort, the eyeglasses, the glue, and everything else. I don't want to say all that. Uh -uh. We want you as close to natural as possible. Eyelashes. Uh, tattooing. I see so many beautiful women on Instagram who have ruined it for themselves because of tattooing. I don't say anything about it, but I see so many women I'm like, damn, she is beautiful. Beautiful face, great structure, great features, full lips. I just, just look like, damn, you're like, I could. Then you look at all them, I'm like, why would you? Why would you put spinning rims on a Shelby Cobra? They spinning. Why would you do that? No. No. Eyelashes, long nails, lady. We're over on this side. We're the French manicure crew. French tips up. <laughs> French tips up over here. Carlos, tell him. French tips up. French tips up over here. It's my thing. I don't know if y'all like French tips. French tips, I, I'll keep I, I'll keep you in your French tips. Because if you mind, if you mind, oh yeah, by, by the way, I'm taking applications for 1099 girlfriends. I'm looking for three to six month contracts with a three to six month re-up. So that's at least a six to a twelve month contract. If you're interested in being uh, my ten ninety nine girlfriend, I'm looking for two, maybe three. You don't have to live in Atlanta. Um, yep, full benefits package. 
Hey, man, I'll tell y'all what I'm doing up front. No shame in my game. No shame in my game. Um, single, no children. Uh, I'm buying um, discretion uh, and discipline. No clout chasers, no IG models, you know, none of all that, you know. Mm -mm. Uh, do you have to be exclusive to me? Uh, no. Nope. Nah. You got to be exclusive to me when you're with me. Um, you know, if you want to get called up from the minors to the majors, then that's a conversation. So let me read. So 1099 contract girlfriend, three to six months with a three to, with a three to six month contract with a three to six month option. So that's anywhere from six to 12 months. And then we renegotiate if you want to get caught up from the majors, from the minors to the majors. Exclusivity is still required. But again, high on discretion. Um, so if you got Instagram accounts with your ass all the time, and you got a clout monster or a thought pocket, I'm not trying to hear from you. Nope. Mm -mm. Um, I, can, I, I can do other things for outside of that. Um, yeah, uh, you must have a, no children. Uh, you must have some, a background check. Yep. Uh, yep. I will. You will go get tested. Blood test to make sure you're. You see mine. <laughs> I'll see yours. You see mine. <laughs> oh yes, yes. See yours. You see mine. Nope. All right. Uh huh. Cool. <laughs> sugar Samuels ain't no sugar. Y'all better start learning how to. Y'all better start learning it. Look, man. Do you think when you're at my level, when you be, when you become somewhat of a public profile, you never really have another normal relationship, unless you're dealing with somebody who's in who's a public figure. Public figures tend to deal with public figures because it's it would be completely unfair to do bring somebody into this world. And the reason I say I'm not looking for somebody who's looking for cloud or anything else like that is because I know what comes with the world I live in. That's not, it's not fair to do that to an accountant. It's not fair to do that to a realtor or a marketer. I mean, no, no, no. Where's she at? Um, Rona test. Yeah. Rona test. Rona my ass. Blood test. You're going to have to be, you're going to have to be free of microbes. <laughs> um, yeah, 1099 girlfriend. That's good. That's good, man. You'd be surprised at how many men have uh, contract girlfriends. You'd be surprised. Especially here. Man, please. <laughs> uh, when you need something real, just sign the deal. What you going to get? Thought pockets. Hey, man. 1099 girlfriend is bullshit. Look here, man. See, here's the thing about the 1099 girlfriend. It's like, have you ever done a temp to perm? <laughs> oh, shit. Have you ever? I come from a, a, a labor city. You know how you got a job at the plant or got in with the union? There's a, there's a probationary period. The contract girlfriend is the probationary period. But you know up front what you're getting during the probationary period. You can't join the union yet, but you can get union-like benefits. Now, once you pass the probationary period, we renegotiate. We go from temp to perm. It makes perfect sense. You may think about it. 
you may be my 1099 girlfriend and you may absolutely not like me. You may be like, I like him, but I don't feel him like that. You know, I, I enjoy kicking it with him, but I don't want to be his lady for the next five years. Cool. It works on both sides. It's like being having a prenuptial agreement when you're middle class. You need a prenup when you're middle class because you can't determine whether or not you're going to become, a, you know, Anthony Anderson signed a prenup when he was middle class. That's the point. 1099 sounds great. I wish I was at the level for that. You can be, man. Just 1099 just depends on what it is you're offering. But uh, it'll be in your best interest. People saying, do she have to be uh, exclusive to me? Uh, no, but if you aren't exclusive to me, uh, I must have full disclosure who you are dealing with because they have to be at the same level or higher. Let me explain. Let me explain. Uh, Marcus. So let's say Marcus Simmons. Let's say Marcus Simmons is an up-and-coming young director. He's fast-tracked, Okay. He goes and gets him a 1099 temp to perm contract girlfriend. They're non-exclusive. They're, they're clear with one another, but they're non-exclusive. Marcus decides to take um, Tanya out to the, the local American Heart Association ball or, or Chamber of Commerce or whatever. And at that, at that function, he runs into a bartender and she says, oh, yeah, remember the guy who's telling you I'm dating? That's him. No, that won't work. Marcus can't be here and kicking with a woman here and she's dating here. He would lose status in other men's eyes. If, she, if he's here and his contract girlfriend, his temp to perm is here, and she's dating, and she's dating a VP over here or a, an entrepreneur or a guy who owns a you know, uh, uh, a, a contractor or something. Relatively the same levels. Don't don't get mad at me because the where how the world works. Void your contract if you want. <laughs> Prenups, ten ninety nine. But here's the thing. Here's the thing about ten ninety nine. It's vetting. The beautiful thing about ten ninety nine is you know what you get up front. You know what you get up front. Here's what it is. You've already budgeted for it. <laughs> I guess I'll be doing that anyway. Just new term in effect. Yep. Man, you already man, if you got a girlfriend already, you got a girlfriend or or a significant other right now. She's not your wife, so she's already ten ninety nine. You just have a variable payment schedule. That's all. You got a variable payment schedule. You did some months it costs less, some months it costs more. Variable payment schedule versus flat rate. <laughs> oh my God, it's so true. NDNA, uh, uh, NDA, misunderstood. Absolutely. <clears throat> Very good question. I said discretion and confidentiality is a must. Um, Kelly, the difference between the stripper or the IG model Alexis versus the high-end escort Kelly, discretion. 
and, and, and confidentiality. Non-disclosure, yes. Because here's the thing. You only get to you only get to uh, expose one guy. First time you expose somebody, first time you get up on Instagram telling your business, you you better you better have got everything you need to out of the game. Cause every other man be like, oh no, she talks too much. No, no, no. But yeah, you'll be signing a non-disclosure agreement with me. Yep, mm -hmm. with stiff penalties. For sure. Non-disclosure agreement, Richard. For sure. A consent agreement, an ST, a full STD paneling, a clean bill of health, all that shit. Yep. All that right up front. I'll be signing the same thing. <laughs> What's the most 1099? <laughs> What's the... Most 299 girlfriend can handle that life. Uh, trust me, brother. There are many women who can handle that life. The beautiful thing about this, I know a lot of times y'all think I'm joking, and, and I intersplice truth with humor, but I'm telling you about what I know. Mail order brides, uh, the whole web, the whole website seeking arrangement is sugar daddy. But think about the website Ashley Madison. Look, man, there are some women who are extremely pragmatic about relationships. I'm, and there's some things I'm not prepared to go into just on this YouTube live stream, but I don't think, guys, make make no mistake. Okay, I'm, okay. Hold on, gentlemen. Hold on. Ladies, I'm about to hurt the guy's feelings, okay? Guys, Men are far more romantic about relationships and love than women. We are the more romantic ones. They're not. We are. We're the ones who baby face and all that. Whether you do it or not, men are the ones who write love sonnets and poems and candies and chocolates. Men thought that shit up. Women are pragmatic when it comes to it. Why? Let me give you a story. Two 2,000 years ago, the Pawnee and the Sioux, even though they were separated, the Pawnee and the Sioux, two tribes, right? The Sioux men are over here doing what they do, hunting, fishing, blah, 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 blah. And then they're out. But here come a, here come a tribe of Pawnee. Their, their territory has had a famine or they don't Basically, the resources are out. So what happens? They're not going to just die. So what happens? Here come the Pawnee. And they run into these men on the battlefield. Boom, 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 boom. They whack out all the, all the sewer dead. What, what do you think is going to happen next? They're not just going to go home. They're going to go right over to, the, over to the village. What are they going to see in the village? Wives, children, elderly. All the food stores, everything else like that. What are they going to do? They're going to eat well. They're going to, um, you know what they're going to do. You know what they're going to do. I'm not going to say it, but you know what they're going to do. But after they've eaten all the food, they're not going to live there. They're going to go back to their lands. If you're a woman over here and your husband was killed in the war with the Pawnee, the Pawnee came over and took the food, 
took the supplies, they're not going to leave an intact village. They're going to take whatever. You're a woman with children. Your man is gone. All the other men are gone. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're going to go with the men who likely killed your husband. Because if you don't, you die. Your kids die because you can't go out there and hunt. You don't possess the strength or the skill or whatever, and you're one woman with kids. You're not going to go. It's not like going to the grocery store. So you think about it. That woman who was married and loved her husband and bore him children, would he end up having to go with her husband's killer? And end up becoming his wife and have his children? We as men, you say, I'd kill myself before that. That's not that's not how women do. Women survive. You 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 your brothers. You you are from a line of five brothers. And three of your brother and two of your brothers are married. And the two married brothers get killed in war. It used to be commonplace that the brothers would go marry the wives of the other ones. Man, y'all better realize women are very pragmatic. We are the romantic ones. I know, man, it's not pleasant. It's not pleasant, but they have had to evolve because we, the male of the species, is supposed to oppose nature. Our job, our, our, we don't like nature. We, we do something with it. They don't oppose nature like we do. They find a way to get comfortable in it. And it ain't like they go off with the Pawnee and then just play the role. And then once they're in the Pawnee village, they decide to, you know, put some poison in, in, his, in, his, in his corn or some shit. They don't say, oh, they don't sit there and be like, when he go to sleep, I'm going to get my revenge for you killing my husband. They be like, well, this village ain't so bad. Okay, well, you know, he ain't my husband, but the food is here and the water is here and the kids are okay. And after they did what they did, I got another one coming anyway, so. Okay. Um, when you're out, could you bring back some uh, water? Yep, I'll be here. Man, that's how, man, man, you need to study evolutionary biology, man. You <laughs> Women are pragmatic, bro. <laughs> Why is instinct deemed as disloyal evil? Man cannot attain the nature of this thing to be. Hey, look, man, survival. This is why we look at women. Men, we pick the same football team. We ride with them from the time we're five years old till we die. Women change can change teams. Look, man, part of the issue over here is we want to understand male nature and female nature. Well, male nature is more like a dog and female nature is more like a cat. I don't get mad at cats. For, you can't walk a cat. Okay? So don't get mad at a cat for being a cat. You let a cat do cat shit. Just keep you some fucking catnip around, man. I mean, come on, man. I don't get mad at women for being women. I get mad at I. If anything, I, I would, I would have got mad at me for trying to make cats dogs. How stupid a motherfucking owner would I be to look, be trying to walk a dog? If you saw me trying to walk Fluffy with a fucking chain on 
in the rain and because they didn't want to walk and I was and I was screaming at the cat, who do you think is crazy? Who do you think is being the jacked up one? The cat or me? Who got the issue? We'd be like, hey man, damn. Why are you trying to walk a cat in the rain on a chain? This motherfucker need to walk, man. It's my pet. Be like, you're a dumbass owner, sir. You call it ASPCA, Animal Control. <laughs> Come on, man. You know it's true, Eric. I mean, just, just imagine that visual. I got to go home. Why? Man, I got to go walk my cat. What? Could you imagine a neighborhood of people putting cats on, I mean, cats on chains and walking? Boy, you'd have a time. <laughs> now, I do get mad. Here's I get mad when women try to act like dogs. Yeah, yeah, man, be a cat. Be a cat. So, all right, y'all. This is cool. I'm glad we had a little time. I didn't get a chance to do a live stream on Wednesday. They lost my luggage again, man. Delta is tripping. Shout out to the fam shout out to the married couple I saw on the way to Senegal, man. It has been luggage hell the last two trips. I'm trying to figure out a way to take all my stuff uh, on board because. Oh well, we'll figure it out. All right, y'all. Appreciate. <laughs> Walk fluffy, I know, right? <laughs> Walk fluffy. I know, I know. Appreciate y'all. You know, shout out to the lead attorney. Shout out to mediocre tutorial. MTR. Shout out to Dennis Burley. And uh, thank you to the ladies I sat down with at the focus group today. If you're interested in being a part of the focus group uh, in Beverly Hills, I'll be there from the 12th through the 16th. Let's do it. Stay tuned. Uh, also, do me a favor. Before we leave, check to make sure you're still subscribed. Um, YouTube, from time to time, uh, goes through like a little purge. So if you've ever had a period of inactivity not watching the channel, you want to make sure you're still subscribed. It happens to everybody. All right, folks. Let me get out of here. Your godfather appreciates you so, so much. Till next time, we're gone. Later. Uh-uh. Do I get the old video? There we go. I'm addicted to the